0: Handle on the news. Handle on the news!
1: My meeting with Bill Handle was honest, direct, and productive. And now, here's
0: Bill Handel.
1: All right, here we go. Uh, it's a Tuesday. Handle and uh, the morning uh, crowd. Right here, let me say a quick hello. Usually it's crew, but today it's crowd because uh Morgan has joined us. Okay, there's Jennifer Jones Lee. Uh, Good morning. Wayne Resnick. Good morning. Alex. All right, Morgan's arm. There it is. And uh John. Oh no, Morgan! Morgan! She tried to throw a bonus hand in there. Yes. An One extra hand. arm. Uh. None of this extra crap where she did two arms, <laughs> right? She puts both arms out she's like she's new. doing, she's trying to like she's doing she's a hula, right? That's uh, the last thing we need. You know, Both arms out with the arms waving. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Okay, one arm. These, are, these are some arbitrary standards you have set. <laughs> All right, new rules or old rules here. Okay, uh, top stories we're going to be covering today is uh, Trump and Kim uh, also, Trump and Kim—that was number two and number three top story. Trump and Kim, uh, although uh, Jeff Sessions de- just said fe, on immigrants coming in, asylum seekers—it's it's right there uh, in his uh, uh, in his declaration. Fe, Feh f e h. I
2: hadn't read that.
1: Yeah, coffee here. Okay, uh, let's do. Ooh, also, Law Day coming up this Saturday. Uh, June 16th, 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Uh, As usual, over 100 legal experts with free, good legal advice in virtually every field of the law. Uh, Broadcast of Handle on the Law from 9 to 11. Free seminars, win prizes throughout the day. You can see one lawyer, you can see a dozen, bring your documents, I don't care. Uh, Log on to KFIAM640.com. The keyword is Law Day. Sponsored by the People's Attorney of Southern California, Sweet James Bergener. Go to SweetJames.com this Saturday at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. All right. Uh, Let me fold that over so I can get the next one going. Give that to Alex. Let me move the paperwork around here. Let me take another
2: sip of coffee. It's good that you're explaining everything because mm-hmm. this is radio. People can't That's see right. you. They yeah, need I have to, to know. Yeah, I have an itch. Let me scratch myself. And, uh, okay. Well, that was TMI. Oh, that was? Yeah. Okay. Cross the line.
1: Well, there you go. All right. Let's do it. Lead story. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me. All right. Uh, me. The uh, Trump. Uh, Kim's uh, story, uh, the summit, actually um, did pretty well. I mean, there was uh, – obviously, he likes Kim a whole lot more than he likes Justin Trudeau, uh, <laughs> president, or Angela Merkel, or Theresa May, or, or, or. And Macron uh, just doesn't like them very much. In the meantime, uh, it went pretty well. I, we expected this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, they, uh, and I'm going to read the, uh, later on when we cover this, uh, at, um, uh, seven o'clock, I'm going to read the communique, uh, which, uh, starts with, uh, here we go. Uh, first word, pablum. Okay. Uh, we'll start, uh, that'll be a lot of fun and that'll happen. Anyway, the president left uh, early as did, uh, Kim mm-hmm. and, uh, he's, uh, is he back yet? No, Probably, no. it's, it's a 21 hour flight mm. from uh, Singapore to uh, L.A. Uh, or to Washington, D.C. And it is uh, it's fascinating. I know they're stopping for fuel, which I don't understand because Air Force One is able to refuel midair. It has that refueling capability, which I guess they didn't use. And uh, also uh, the president was scheduled to sleep overnight at Of course, uh, a a pretty good superior deluxe room, I would guess, uh, with, you know, a a, a bigger bed. In-room coffee maker, the whole Uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing. And uh, (laughs) he can sleep on Air Force One as a very comfortable uh, bedroom up front. It's actually uh, a lounge during the day, couches, and then the couches become beds. Oh. And there's one on each side of uh,
2: the the front part of the plane, the
1: fuselage.
2: I was totally thinking of you last night, Handel. I was listening to Conway, and it was like 945-ish. And he and Bender are explaining. They're watching CNN, and they're watching Kim and Trump at leave the summit. And the two of them walked over to the Beast, the president's car. And they had Christiane Amanpour up from CNN, and she's like, oh, it looks like the two of them are going on some sort of a drive or something. No. What it turned out to be was it was like the president showing Kim his car. And remember yesterday how you mentioned that Kim Jong-un's vehicle was off the— Yeah, just a Maybach. Right a Maybach. Yeah. Off the shelf. Off the shelf. Well, I felt like the president was going, now, Kim, you realize you're a world leader. This is what your vehicle needs to be. Not this off-the-shelf kind of thing, but the beast. Look inside this puppy. Can you imagine The Secret Service at the moment was probably like— what are you doing? How are you letting a, a leader, especially Kim Jong un, look inside the beast, the vehicle that's supposed to keep you, you know, safe and everything? But I couldn't help but think, Handel called it yes. yesterday. He said he couldn't believe he was driving something so basic, technically. Well, it's not
1: quite basic. <laughs> well, it's 1. 5 Mercedes, million yeah, yeah 1.7. It's seven, Maybach, oh, excuse me, seven. fully armored. Uh and I don't think it's armored any less than is uh the presidential car, the beast, although the president's car has uh I think a few other added features. The seal. Protection. It's seals so protection yeah. against uh a nerve attack. Uh that it does. Uh but that I think that's basically it. Other than that, uh you can configure the car, uh, the inside of the car uh, yourself. And uh, there you can put jump seats, you can do all kinds of things in there. Very comfortable car. He could have slept in the car as it was being transported on the big C5 over to Washington.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe he was telling Kim, hey, this is how we're going to keep you safe. This is how we're going to ensure your safety. That gets us. Maybe. All right. Uh,
1: Why don't we uh, take a break and come back and uh, there'll be uh, plenty more. We'll go through the uh, stories uh, a little bit quicker. KFI AM 640. Every song
2: about love, Oh, drinking too much. Yeah, maybe that's because everybody's lonely on your radio. There's another song that goes, baby, let's go. Everybody's lonely, everybody's lonely.
1: Handle, Morning Crew, more handle on uh, the news. Jennifer Jones, Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me.
2: And what we were talking about, about the president showing Kim Jong-un his car, maybe that's what he meant when he said that he could guarantee Kim Jong-un survival.
1: Although he didn't say that in the communique. Uh, is very, uh, very vague, and I'll talk about that later. Uh, he did not say survival, no regime change, or even words to that effect. Uh, very general. There were some specifics uh, denuclearization, complete denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula, which no one knows what that means yet. Uh, even that's vague. But uh, this one was a little strange. I'll, Although I'll do- you
0: would think the phrase complete denuclearization wouldn't be subject to that much discussion about uh, what it means. You're going
1: to be surprised.
0: You're going to be surprised. Oh, no, I understand, but you'd think. I mean, it means no
1: nuclear capabilities. Right. Well, we'll... I guess. Certainly, we'll certainly see. And, and I'll go more into this 7 o'clock with uh, the communique.
0: Uh, President Trump's top economic advisor, Larry Kudlow, has suffered a heart attack.
1: Heart attack, heart attack music, please. Heart attack! Heart He's being treated heart attack! at Walter Reed
0: <laughs> Hospital in Bethesda, uh, fresh off the G7, which became the G6. Yep. That's all. All that, right, A lot
1: it. of people, I will say, a lot mild of people... Mild heart are... attack. He's not in any danger. No, just Sarah a mild Sanders heart attack. says he's fine. Yeah.
2: Doing well. Uh, now, this is one I know you're going to talk about. Oh, I, yes. I think 730-ish, where Jeff Sessions said that the fear of domestic violence is not legal grounds for asylum.
1: Let's hear it for Jeff Sessions. hooray. Hooray. In pixie Man, He, takes the stand he was
2: talking about pixie. this decision. He reversed a decision by the Justice yeah. Department Immigration Pe- Appeals Court that had given asylum to this woman from El Salvador who had been raped and abused by her husband. And he said, an alien may suffer threats and violence in a foreign country for any number of reasons relating to her social, economic, family, or other personal circumstances, but asylum statute does not provide redress for all misfortune.
1: Okay, and I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into that. First of all, uh, talk about technically why he has the right to do it, and the appeals court was reversed, and he did it individually. I'll explain why. And then a point that he has. It's uh, as— as heartless as it seems, he has a point. And I'll go into that at, uh, what, 7.30. Supreme Court has made it easier for uh, states to kick
0: people off the voter rolls. This is that Ohio case. They said, look, we've got to clean up yeah. uh, these voter rolls. We've got all kinds of people here who've moved away. They don't even live here anymore. And uh, went all the way to Supreme Court. They said, yep, you can do it. You're not uh,
1: overly disenfranchising anybody's right to because vote. Because they always can re-register. And uh, the point is that uh, you've got 24 million uh, people that are on the rolls that it was just wrong. This is uh, the basis of Donald Trump saying that you've got people that could vote twice, although that didn't happen because we're talking about people that were registered in two different states. Well, they didn't take them off uh, the uh, voting rolls in the state they moved from. And so this makes it easier. Also, it's a very conservative court. So they would probably uphold that uh, only white people can vote. Uh, I'm absolutely sure they would do that.
0: Yeah, and Clarence Thomas would write the opinion. <laughs> That's wow. true.
2: Look, this might be my favorite story of the morning. There is a mom from City of Industry who used taco tactics to keep her family safe.
1: Taco now, it's a shame this happened yesterday because it could have been taco tactics on Taco Tuesday.
2: Oh, very good point. Well, at least we're talking about it on Taco Tuesday. So this mom... Takes her family to a taco truck, drives up two parents, their four kids. They get out this taco truck on Valley Boulevard. They go back to the van, they're eating their tacos, and some guy walks up who they said was a dangerous stranger, shows him a gun, claims he's a cop. But the mother immediately snaps into action. She goes, Hey, would you like a taco? And hold on a second, sir. I'm going to walk back to the taco truck and grab some napkins. Yeah, it
1: was uh, good for her. Yeah. She had the wherewithal and the brights figured out. And he uh, had uh, the IQ about par golf because you cannot think of anything more stupid. And, <laughs> sure, holding him up, uh, not letting him move. And, uh, oh, sure, no problem. What is he, What did he expect her to do? Oh, I know. Well, he thought that she thought he was a legitimate cop. Yeah. Uh, and
2: did it in such a way that uh, that was just. And every time we run into a cop, we give him a taco. Yeah. Anyway, the mom goes up, tells the people in line, don't turn around. Yeah. But there's a guy back there, I think is impersonating a cop, yeah. call 911. When, boom, arrested. When
1: Marjorie was uh, carjacked, she was carjacked twice. Oh, that's right. And uh, what she did is she had left the car uh, and was walking away from the car. And there was a guy that was walking towards her and she said don't get near that car walk away walk away she warned him get out of there wow. and that's uh, the same situation same, yeah
0: all right A uh, terrible situation in florida a man shot four children to death uh, Dom- one of these domestic you know situations the cops are called after this guy's girlfriend said hey he beat me up they show up. He say, She says he's up there in this apartment. They go up. He fires a shot at one of the police officers and wounds that police officer. Grievously. Pretty, very seriously. And then there's the whole standoff situation. And when they finally resolve it, they go in there. He's dead. And all the kids. All four kids. An, an 11, 10, 6, and
1: 1-year-old. Two were his. Two were his girlfriends. Jeez.
2: Well, the yeah, feds it's... have taken an interest in. No,
1: no, go ahead. Do you, but yeah, no, let's, let's take a take break. A break. Okay. Let's take a break and we'll come back and uh, ponder that one and get everybody super depressed, to say the least. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back. All right. It's a new
2: showing people
1: how we yeah. we'll TFI so handle happy. here on a, my goodness, Tuesday morning already. It's tactical Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. It's Theatrical Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, Tuesday. It's Our,
2: also National.
1: National what? I You know, uh, National Bunyan Day.
2: Jerky Day. Loving Day. That's good for us. Red Rose Day. Wait, wait, wait. Day. National
1: Loving Day? Yes. Who came up with that? I don't know. There's two kinds of national days. Did you know that? They're the official count. Of, national, uh, of a national day, officially, and that's when Congress actually votes it. And then there's you make it up. And I uh, was doing uh, commercials for one of those uh, companies that uh, does Internet documents, right, wills and divorces, uh, you know, filing business uh, documents, LLCs, that sort of thing. Yeah, pretty much. And so I'm looking at some copy and uh it says oh it's national make a will month <laughs> <laughs> so i talked to the ae and said uh, this smells like they made this up what and uh <laughs> son of a gun it's <laughs> national it's national install your windows month
2: it's national peanut butter cookie day i'm there sorry there you go and that's uh, the best one
1: uh is it is that it's tr- true it's true. true okay uh, National Buy a Sleep Number Bed Day. Bing. Why not? Okay, uh, let's go on. Uh, more news.
2: Well, the feds have taken an interest in USC's handling of alleged misconduct by a former campus gynecologist. Yeah,
1: the feds are getting involved in this because so many complaints yeah. uh, against George Tyndall, and they never followed up on the complaints from the 90s. And when the feds did do an investigation, uh, USC violated the agreement as they're supposed to turn over all information, all complaints, didn't do it.
2: And instead, the guy just kind of quietly steps down last year. Yeah, USC.
1: And then we had the the situation with the president of uh, SC, who was uh, asked, demanded that he step down by uh, the students and the faculty. I mean, overwhelming numbers and refused to do so and the board backed him up although and, he did eventually oh yeah because the pressure just became so insane uh that it just just overwhelming a new poll
0: says most americans think bill clinton is a sexual predator not a victim
1: i did not have sexual relations with that woman
0: said he's a sexual predator. 24% said he's a victim. And 24% of people can't decide how they feel about
1: it. A victim, a political victim of Congress? Right. Uh, Well, it was was, one theory. It was fairly political. I mean, there's no question about it. And here, my own statement was made. He was impeached with no thought, no chance that he would be thrown out of office in the Senate. And it was overwhelmingly uh, the Republicans that voted for the impeachment. It was basically down party lines. Yeah. So is there there victimology there? Uh, Who knows? But uh, certainly. A politician uh, finds himself embroiled in a politically
0: motivated situation? That's not a victim. That's called you chose to be a politician.
1: Yeah. And you chose to uh, have no sex. I did not have sex without woman. Well. You know, the finger wagging. You know, there's a lot of that.
2: Well, there's a security guard and a conductor have been removed from Metrolink after the guard allegedly made a racially insensitive comment. I,
1: I saw this on the news last night and it was a big news item, which I don't understand why it was a big news item. So you have a guard who makes reference to Hispanics coming on the train and says something about this should go to Tijuana. Yeah, he said this okay. train must be going to all Tijuana. All right, so they fire him. Uh, and uh, it's aberrational. He's an outlier. It's done. And the, and they, they fire the
0: conductor him. basically for thinking but that that was, was a funny, funny thing to say. When he
1: was there, I think the yeah. conductor was also there. Well, he kind there, of right.
2: laughed, and then he told yeah, the family right. so You, who fi- heard you it, fire the
1: guy, you know, which, is, which is appropriate, and uh, you're done. I think, I think I think what's
0: remarkable about it is this is the first time that this person who works on the Metro has seen a number of Latino people getting on a train. <laughs> I mean, you point. live in Southern California, yeah. so I don't I don't know why it's remarkable that you see some Latino people. Oh, yeah. So uh, there was this road rage incident that ended in a fatal shooting and police say security cameras caught some of it happened over the weekend yeah this is terrible these two guys get into it they're actually ramming each other's cars and that's the part that some security cameras saw apparently then one guy drives away and then this guy francisco pinedo he goes over to compton college guess who shows up the first guy who had originally driven away drives back ends up shooting Panado right oh. in the head.
1: Which is why uh anybody ever gets angry with you uh in terms of road rage, if you done some do do something, never flip that person off. Apologize no matter what. Uh hey, sorry about that. Even when they've cut me off, it's always uh hey, sorry about that. I don't honk on the horn uh unless they have that bumper sticker that says honk if you love Jesus. <laughs> then I just jam the uh the horn on but that's uh, that's about it all right right. Uh, will take a break come back and we'll finish up handle on the news uh let's check in with. KFI handle here on a uh, Tuesday morning. Big story that we're covering, of course, is uh, the Trump-Kim summit. It is over. The president's on his way back. And uh, a lot going on there. I'll explain at 7 o'clock uh, what happened and uh, that communique for part. And a lot of it is just, eh, you know, thank you. We'll try to try and we'll talk about trying and uh, we'll talk about talking about trying And we'll consider talking about, talking about trying to come up with some kind of a plan. Uh, Anyway, so there's that. And Jeff Sessions, Uh, if you happen to uh, be an asylum seeker and you're getting beat up uh, to death in Guatemala or uh, Honduras or uh, El Salvador, good luck. Rules have changed.
2: All right, let's finish
1: up. Handle on the news, late edition.
2: Well, We will now all sleep well tonight because we now know how a guy ended up pooping on another man during a road rage incident. Yup.
1: Now, we thought that was very strange yesterday. Uh, We had visions of holding him down. A uh, guy dropping his pants and just letting loose. Au contraire. That's not what happened, did it,
2: Jen? No. The guy claims he has irritable bowel syndrome, and when he gets worked up, he can't control himself, and he got angry, and apparently his bowels did as well, and they let it be known on this man's pants.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm married to one of those. Uh it- no actually. No, you're not. What? No, I'm
2: not. Candle.
1: Thank God she's not listening and doesn't start listening to this show until uh a little later on. I'm uh you're
0: aware her. of podcasts, <laughs> right, Bill? <laughs> I'm
2: going to email her. Dear Marjorie, so, please listen at 6:52. Uh, hor- yeah, if you
0: have so if you have this problem.
2: Yes. He, don't get nervous.
0: He's the guy though that instigated it becoming a right. big
1: deal he right. he went over to the other guy right. however uh the issue of quote the assault he uh what he did is he pooped his pants and it transferred over a lot like oj where the blood transferred over to uh the other side of the sock it's the oj it, syndrome all that right you have to for assault? you must acquit yes <laughs> That's very funny.
2: Well done. That
0: is excellent. Yes. <laughs> uh, Domino's now delivering pothole repairs. Wait, Domino's pan pizza? Oh, yeah. Really?
1: Domino's. I love that pan pizza. pizza. This is a
0: fun promotion they're doing. It's a great promotion. Uh, they, they are, you can uh, suggest your town by going to pavingforpizza.com, and uh, they will arrange to have potholes fixed. And one of the towns they've done right here, Burbank. Ooh. And they bring out this cool truck that has the Domino's logo kind of on it. It says paving for pizza. And uh, they fix the potholes. This is a much better promotion than uh, IHOB.
1: Yes, it is. And now, uh, it's, it's obviously, they're not going to fix all of uh, the uh, potholes around the country. But no. I guess uh, cities apply, and they choose various cities, That's and they cute. do it. Cute and idea. you tell me that they're not getting promotion for this, huh? Oh. Whoever came up with this is a genius.
2: Well, Southern California Cheesecake Factories apparently cheated over five hundred fifty janitors after over four point five million in wages. Money, it was technically this janitorial subcontractor that was supposed to be in charge of paying, you know, wages overtime, the meal rest, the Yeah, I have a question. Violations. Why uh,
1: if, if they're um, uh, if they're contracting out for the janitorial service, do they have a duty? to make sure that breaks are taken uh, taken and full wages are being paid. I don't quite know uh, what duty they have. Well, they were
0: found jointly liable. I understand, but here's the
1: question. For example, uh, their takeout cartons that are manufactured, let's say they bring them in from Mexico, theoretically, because they're so much cheaper. Do they have a duty to find out that there are no underage children? I mean, at what point uh, does that duty stop? And I guess California is saying... If you're contracting out here locally, you have a duty to if you're looking for a rational reason, there isn't one. Right. If you're looking for the
0: legal reason, it's because <laughs> uh, in 2015, they passed a law up in Sacramento that basically said you're liable if so a how, subcontractor so, violates. Right, the rules. So how
1: do you do that? You ask for an affidavit and you're lied to by the subcontractor. Do you then audit the books and they've already cheated on, and then do you interview uh, individuals who are working for that company? I don't quite know how far you have to go for liability. We don't we don't know the facts of this case, but I really question uh, the duty that's owed. All right, let's move on.
0: Uh, well, another duty owed. Uh, in Britain, companies would have to justify why a CEO makes so much more than an ordinary worker. Justifying, but explaining maybe it is justification. Well, explain I mean what explain, justify, yeah. you gotta you gotta say that. That makes why. sense.
1: That yeah, makes sense. And uh, other than we think the guy is worth it, uh who comes in and says he's not worth it? Right, no, and does no, the government come that? in and say you cannot pay uh you cannot pay this CEO uh more than two hundred times? For example, the average, uh, the median wage of your workers. Uh, who makes that? That choice? may be where
0: it's heading. I think right now it's about disclosure and transparency. Which, by the way, we did first here in the U.S. They ha- we companies have to do that. I think again since like 2015, the SEC put rules.
1: Now in they've place. always had. We've always known what the CEOs make because in public companies yeah. that has to be reported. But this one is the first disparity with the average worker, the lowest paid worker. And uh, I don't, I just don't know who is going, where the government's going to come in and say that's too much. Let's finish up.
2: All right. Well, you've heard of bomb sniffing dogs. How about thumb drive sniffing dogs? dogs Police departments are using dogs to sniff out things like thumb drives and phones and electronics. And they say that there's this chemical compound that can be found in all gadgets that contain memory and that the electronics are really hard to sniff out. So it's not like every dog can do this, but there are certain yeah. ones that they say can detect this scent, and they use it to find out if somebody's got maybe right. a guy carrying a flash drive that well, has child porn on well, it Well, that or would be like pursuant
1: that. to a warrant. Of course. Where the police would go in, and how do they find a, a, a thumb drive, a flash drive? I mean, it's impossible to find. You bring in the sniffer, uh, the, the dog that sniffs, out these things and there it is and a warrant they can tear the place apart looking for something like that all right we're done